When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code WELCOME to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code WELCOME at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code WELCOME. Joining us online is Mark Morgan, former acting commissioner of Customs and Border Protection and former chief of U.S. Border Patrol. Mark, thanks so much for joining the show. I really appreciate it. Ben, thanks for having me this morning. So let's talk about this border bill that is now being considered by the Senate. It looks like it's pretty much DOA in the House. It may not even come up for a vote in the Senate. But what do you make of the border bill? Because we're hearing some sort of conflicting reports. Obviously, people that I like and trust people like Brandon Judd over at Customs and Border Protection. He's at the Border Patrol Union. He has said that the bill is better than nothing. I look at the bill. I don't see it ending catch and release. I don't see it really giving the president abilities he doesn't already have. And it seems to sort of legitimize in backdoor way stuff that's already happening, that's already illegal. What do you make of the bill? Ben, I, I couldn't have said it better myself, what you just said. I agree. And look, with, with Brandon Judd, I, I, I'm, I'm a little confused myself. I agree with most of what he has said the past few years about the, the chaos and lawlessness at the border. But I'm going to go with what President Trump said. These are President Trump's words. He said, only a fool would vote for this horrendous bill. The Speaker of the House, uh, Johnson, has said it's a it's a no no go. It's a non-starter, um, and, and I completely agree. I think what's frustrating for me is what you said. One, the president already has the authorities to shut down the border today. He used his pen to to dismantle the network of tools and authorities we had under President Trump that led to the most secure border. He could take the same pen and reinstate them, like the asylum cooperative agreements with all three Northern Triangle countries, the Remain in Mexico, building the wall. Ben, you know him. We could go on. If he did all those things, you would see a reduction of 85% of illegal immigration overnight. In addition to this, what you said is right. It actually codifies many of Biden's unlawful and open border policies. Well, that will actually make it more difficult for a conservative president that's actually serious about protecting, securing, defending our border. Yeah, Mark, one of the things that that some proponents of the bill have suggested is that the one area where it does seem to make things stronger is the definition of asylum. So right now, if you arrive at the southern border and you throw up your hands and you say, I fear to go back to my home country, then you're immediately processed, basically, and let into the country within 72 hours. Apparently, what the bill does, and I've, I've read it, uh, is it, it sort of changes the standards that you now not only have to demonstrate that you're persecuted in your home country, you also have to demonstrate you couldn't move somewhere else in your home country or that you couldn't remain in one of the countries that you passed through. The problem for me is the implementation. So right now, if you throw up your hands and you claim, I fear to go back to my home country, if that's enough to let you into the country pending a further hearing that you never arrive at, then why couldn't you just say a little bit more? Why couldn't you just throw up your hands and say, I fear to go back to my home country. I can't relocate inside my own home country because I'm persecuted. And I can't relocate in Mexico because they won't let me be a citizen and the drug cartels are going to follow me. Just make up an excuse. Just say the new magic, open sesame words. And then same sort of thing happens. The Border Patrol agents are now under Joe Biden forced to process you and let you in on your own recognizance because catch and release has not been ended by anything remotely like this. Plus the 5,000 limit that they're drawing. It doesn't actually say that there's a 5,000 limit to the number of people entering the country. It just says at 5,000, you can stop processing people at places other than the ports of entry, meaning that you can still go right to the port of entry and you can make the same exact claim. Not only that, the drug cartels will just keep it at 4,999 for the foreseeable future, or alternatively, they'll overwhelm it at 5,000 
the the actual emergency protocols require that the Secretary of Homeland Security in the first year cannot use this emergency authority to shut it down for more than 270 days. And then that drops to 225 and then it drops to 180, which means that if they just keep overwhelming the border, eventually they exhaust the emergency authority of the, de- the Department of Homeland Security. And you have to let 10,000 people in a day. Ben, I, I tell you, your, your producer should take what you just said and put that audio over and have the speaker play that on the floor of the house. What you just said is exactly correct. That's what's actually in the bill. And what you highlight on the asylum is something that's very important and it's contained throughout this bill is that it appears, they they have some language that appears good, but then when you read the fine print, there's more exceptions and more exemptions that actually overrides the rule and makes it meaningless. Like asylum, for example. So it starts that sounds really good, but guess what they guess what it actually does? It actually codifies the Mayorkas Biden asylum rule right now that 12 states are suing against, and ironically, including Oklahoma, where Senator Lankford is a senator at. Because what it does is it dismantles the complete adversarial system. ICE attorneys cannot cross-examine or provide evidence to show counter to what the illegal alien claims. It removes the independent review from a judge. It puts all the authority on just the asylum officer. That's absurd. And that's what this bill does throughout. And with the, with respect to the threshold, I've been in law enforcement for 35 years, Ben. I've seen prosecutorial thresholds established again and again and again. And every time they fail, for the very reason you just said, criminal organization will adjust to the threshold, just as cartels will. So they'll continue to push 4,999 across the border every single day uh, to, to not enact that break glass emergency authority. I mean, we know that that's what's going to happen. And the other thing that I'll say about that is, wait, if, oh, so, so let's just go. I, I don't believe in thresholds, but let's say sake of c- compromise, you needed a threshold. Why would you pick 5,000, Ben? I mean, 5,000 is already catastrophic. You're already overwhelmed. Why not go back to what Jay Johnson said, the secretary under President Obama and then Vice President Biden, when he said 1,000 is a bad day. So if you think you have a, have a threshold, why don't you pick a manageable threshold of 1,000 a day where that border patrol can actually manage that and still do a hell of a lot better of securing, defending, and protecting our border? I mean, it seems like politically the goal here, and you can see by the reactions to the border bill, the politically the goal for Democrats is to get Republicans to sign on to pretty much anything so they can then claim that Republicans are part of the problem. As long as Republicans don't sign on to a bill like this, then this is Joe Biden's problem. Again, he has the authority to do everything that we're currently talking about. Again, the the biggest fixes would be remain in Mexico or actual detention in border facilities. And one of the things that people are saying about this border bill is, oh, my gosh, look, it's adding new units. There'll be 50,000 units. They already have 34,000, not using any of them. I mean, they're just letting people into the country. Again, the the time period between when people arrive on the border, and I went and visited the border, but the, the, the time period between when a person arrives on the southern border and literally hits a button There's a sign at the San Miguel gate. You hit a button and it says, would you like Border Patrol assistance? It's like the bellboy. You hit the button. Border Patrol picks you up. They take you to a detention center. Within a week, you're in the country. They're flying you anywhere you want from the Tucson airport. You know, the the only difference, presumably, in in this particular bill would be nothing. I mean, like, they're not using the beds they currently have. They're not keeping... It explicitly says it's not going to overrun, for example, the Flores settlement, which which it could. The Flores settlement is what prevents families from being detained together. It says that you have to release kids. And then as soon as you release the kids in order to reunite the family, you end up releasing the parents as well. The Florida settlement remains in place. And it seems to me that the political the political idea for Democrats here is very simple. They have a border crisis. It redounds really badly for Joe Biden in the polling. 
get Republicans to sign off on a thing so he can then claim that he has come up with a bipartisan solve for this and take it off the table for Trump. Yeah, so I, I agree with you, Ben. And really what, what Senator Lankford did, look, I, I, I'm not trying to impugn his motives, but we're just talking about fact. He, he handed the Democrats a victory because either way, if they pass it, what you said, I agree with. If they don't, now they get to claim, well, look, we had a bipartisan uh, a bill that, that was good to go, but the, the Republicans uh, ended it and stopped it. So, so he literally handed them a victory. And what's frustrating about it, Ben, and I know you've talked about this before, H.R. 2. 270 days ago, the House passed the most, uh, the strongest border security uh, legislation that's ever been passed. It was the pathway to secure the borders. And it goes over, but what happens? Uh, Chuck Schumer sets on it and doesn't allow it to go to the floor. So why did the Republicans start negotiating with ourselves when we had H.R. 2? That's what we should have put on the floor through the Senate, and they didn't do it. It was a big fail. And real quick, to, to footstop on, on what you've raised, it's critically important. Uh, ben, I agree with you. This bill does not do the one thing that we have to do. It doesn't stop catch and release. And Senator Lankford's, again, I'm not going to impugn his, his motives, but I am going to impugn his statements. He says that this ends catch and release. It's a lie. It does not in catch and release. What they develop in on page 116 of the bill, I know people aren't going to read 370 pages like I did, but look, page 116 of the bill, it actually says they develop a, a new process. It's called provisional non-custodial detention, right? And so what that says is anybody can be rolled in this non-custodial detention, which means they're going to be released. In fact, on page 116, it says any alien, adult, head of household that is enrolled in this non-custodial detention new process, quote, shall be released. It's going to change nothing except actually tell the cartels how they should meter themselves to actually prevent the emergency authority from being mandated. I mean, one of the things that really is amazing about this is I think people in America, when we think of the border, they tend to think of it the way that the border actually was maybe 30 years ago, 40 years ago, where effectively individual coyotes were being paid by people to smuggle them across the border. I don't think they understand how well organized this entire business is along the border. This is a multi-billion dollar business for the drug cartels. The drug cartels are in complete control of human trafficking at the border. It's not independent people who are rushing the border looking for a, a work permit to work at a, in, in a field somewhere. What you have are the drug cartels that are manipulating the system. They literally drive up in trucks loaded with illegal immigrants in place number one, and they make money off every one of those people who they are putting into the system. And they do that in order to draw border patrol agents from the rest of the border because they now have to go deal with those people. And that's when they rush all of the actual threats to the country, security threats, fentanyl threats. They rush those across the unoccupied border. You know, the, 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 the drug cartels are incredibly sophisticated. They're sophisticated to the point that they know the, the stations and shifts for each individual border patrol member in certain areas of the border. As I've said before, I mean, we just did a border documentary available at Daily Wire. We went down to the border and like in... We're just sitting there and you can see an actual drone from the Mexican drug cartels on the American side of the border monitoring us because they know that our car doesn't belong there and they're wondering who the hell that is. I mean, that's how sophisticated their operation is. Yeah, but that's exactly right. And this is a good point that we don't talk enough about. I think a lot of people in this country uh, have the misunderstanding that that the uh, Mexican cartels, they're they're just operating Mexico and, you know, they, they they're just doing drugs. But that, that's absolutely false. They operate in, in over 50 countries. They're in every state in this in, in our country. And as you said, I've been down on the border multiple times as you. And I've actually stood on a mountaintop where the cartels 
in two miles into the United States had set up an observation post so they could do exactly what you said. They're actually tracking with sophisticated surveillance technology the movements of Border Patrol so they could, just what you said, flood that one zone with illegal aliens. When Border Patrol responded, it left areas to the right and left wide open, and that's when drugs, criminals, and national security threats came through. And right now, their efforts with respect to human smuggling are so profitable that a lot of these smuggling operations they're, they're stopping the drugs or at least downsizing, and they're just going with human smuggling because it's so easy and so profitable under this administration. Just give you a real quick data point. In 2018, the smuggling operations were about, uh, I, I would say, 500 million. Right now, it's about 14 billion annual revenue just on human smuggling. That's Mark Morgan, former acting commissioner of CBP and former chief of U.S. Border Patrol. Mark, really appreciate the time. You bet. Thanks, Ben. Alrighty, folks, we've reached the end of the show. We'll be back here tomorrow with much more. I'm Ben Shapiro. This is The Ben Shapiro Show. We'll get to more on this in just one second. First, Pure Talk believes in American values and that free should mean, you know, like free. So when you switch to Pure Talk today, you'll get a free Samsung 5G smartphone. There's no four-line requirement, no activation fee, just a free Samsung that's built to last with a rugged screen, quick charging battery, and top-tier data security. Qualifying plans start at just 35 bucks a month for unlimited talk, text, 15 gigs of data, and a mobile hotspot. Pure Talk gives you phenomenal coverage on America's most dependable 5G network. It's the same coverage you know and love, but for half the price of the other guys. The average family saves almost $1,000 a year. So, I challenge you to choose a company that actually doesn't hate your guts and shares your values. Let Pure Talk's expert U.S. customer service team help you make the switch today. Go to puretalk.com Shapiro to claim your eligibility for your free brand new Samsung 5G smartphone and start saving on wireless today. Again, go to puretalk.com Shapiro to switch to my cell phone company. I've been using them for years. They're fantastic. You'll love them as well. Go to puretalk.com Shapiro and claim your eligibility on that free brand new Samsung 5G smartphone. Start saving.